I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're the Soul Sisters. Sisters. Today we're going to talk about our weight and changing at different various um, stages. Or how our bodies can look so different from one stage to another. So I guess this question came up um, when one of my clients asked me. I posted a flashback picture of me at my lowest weight of 114 next to a post of me probably at my heaviest weight of like 140, high 40s um, during an off season. And she commented, she's like, well, what was your heaviest fit weight at or whatever? And I found the photos of my weight transformation from when I very first started. And I think I was like at 145. And then I went down to 125, back up to 145, back down to 114, back up to 145, back down, back down to 125, and back up to 145. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out at those numbers. Those are your, those, that's your. <laughs> I've been 145. No, I have so many too, different weight, yeah. like so many different bodies I've had at weighing 145 pounds. Yeah, is unreal. And it changes every time you uh, melt it down and put it back on. It changes. Oh my gosh, uh, we were talking about that earlier. How like the they when you strip it down and that body fat comes back on, it like sits in those lines better. Like I noticed it after my first competition, my line between my shoulders and my bicep, like my delt, my bicep, that line held stronger or held on for longer in yep. my off season. Yep. My I carry a lot of body fat in my arms in my off season, so that line fades. I know eventually. I miss my bicep vein. <laughs> veins. I don't think I had veins anywhere. <laughs> Actually, no, I had one chest vein towards like the end to, after the refeed yeah. post competition. Had a one chest one vein chest only vein. when I trained chest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so my my body looks so different at each stage along the way. But every time it recomps, that it like sticks in those lines better. Like I have glute ham string tie-ins, glute ham tie-ins. Yeah, I don't know why it sounded weird. Um, even now into my off season, even though right, because I think that fat is melding onto that muscle now differently than it was before. Right, it's it has to, right? I mean, there's Just something. It's, it's new fat regenerated. And I remember after my second show, my stomach fat came on very differently than it ever had. It was so much more like smoothed over, like it wasn't as like isolated in one spot. I guess I don't know. Like it, de- it's just redistributed differently. I'll never forget when I felt my back fat coming on after oh, that last yep. contest. I ran. And I was like, "What?" I felt the like my love, like a little bit above my love handle, and I've never really had love handles. <laughs> but I felt it move when I ran, and I was like, "What is that? <laughs> Why is there's my body fat back there?" And now that it's filled in, I'm like, "Oh, I'm used to that." Yeah. But when it goes away again, you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that back." It's just like, what? They store fat there? <laughs> it fills up fast. Yeah. yeah. It does, like, right with that depletion. It takes a long time to pull off. Uh-huh. And then, pff, come back on. Fills it right back right. up. Absolutely. What is your uh, weight um, bent fluctuation? What was your, compared to your first time you competed, do you remember? 
Yeah, I have similar numbers like you do where I hang out at my same numbers. Mm. So I think when I started my very first contest prep, I was probably 140. And then I went down and I competed at 130, I think. And then um, in between there was six years two babies and my baby pregnancy I think I almost went up to 160 I think I was in the 150s for my pregnancy okay um if I was at 130 yeah so I didn't put more than 30 pounds on I had a slow steady gain on my pregnancies and then I never pushed to pull it off right away so I didn't do a ton of weighing but it usually sat around 140 again Mm -hmm. and then when I started my second show I was at 136 I competed at 125. Oh, yeah. We were the same weight. Yeah. This is just so weird to me. I was at our bodies look so, so different. different. And we're the same height. Yep. And the same so weight. Different. <laughs> so I was 125 on competition day. I think the first show I was 123. And then I put on as many pounds as I could. And I got two on. Yeah. Drinking your carbolin. I had so starving. many carbs and so much food to eat <laughs> in between my shows that I just gave up and just chug carbolin all the time. It was awesome. I was over there eating Excellent. Yeah, that was french fries puke galore. I was filling in. Um, but it worked. Um, and then so then I had a funny off season so I haven't been back on stage when I planned to uh, when I turned 40 which is in a year and a half. But so my off season is I didn't put on I maybe put on 6 pounds per show at post show mm-hmm. um, and then that winter did a bunch of work stuff got stressed out and dropped weight and didn't realize how fast it dropped I got down to 116 so a year after contest prep I'm, I'm now eating into my muscle you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I, I, I tore apart all of my hard work and it just happened really fast and it just I when it, I when I weighed myself I put on double zero pants at a photo shoot and by the end of the day I looked like that old skinny grandpa that his pants don't fit sagging down saggy jeans and these were fresh brand new jeans for a photo shoot and I was like what the heck yeah I got home ran right to the scale so I was like, what is I mean, going on? Because sometimes I don't feel, I feel me. I'm yeah. fine. And I had been so tuned into designing and getting ready that I completely missed it. I got home, weighed myself, and burst out laughing because I had no idea I had lost 10 pounds in under seven days. Oh my God. And yeah, no wonder why my pants didn't stay on me. I've never been that weight since high school. Oh my God. But I was so. Food was, like, I didn't, I was always, like, I've been really comfortable with food. It didn't need to be fancy. Mm-hmm. I need it to for my calories and for purpose. So, anyway, so that was post. And then tune in a year later, I'm finally at my heaviest. And I have not touched the scale. I know, I was going to ask you, I was like, what are you at now? But you just told me before we started I this podcast, just, you don't know what you're at. Yep, <laughs> so this summer... And I, I did a little bit of ups and downs because I just like to do that. So I've been up to 130. So I was down to, what, 116? Mm-hmm. 
I hung out at 125. That's my, um, nope, the 127. And then 130, or right below 130 was my kind of happy place for a while. Um, because I still have like a shadow of abs and I had really, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and then... Yeah, you have way more... If for all you podcast listeners that can't see our physiques, Anita has, like, dense muscle mass, like that muscle maturity. Yeah. I got like that young, like, bubble fat. Fuller, fuller <laughs> muscle to, like, all teeny tiny muscles. Like, I look tiny, but we weighed the same. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> but I look much more lanky and thinner, long, tighter, old muscles. And you have, a, like, a stronger top half, and I have a stronger bottom half. Yes, and you carry much more muscle in your leg than I do. We are very different. We, we've always decided if we put our physiques oh. together, Game um, we over. would cream someone at <laughs> <laughs> we, we've, we we've actually stood in front of each other. We should <laughs> Photoshop it one time. Yes. But, and that's funny because we're the same height and in, in the same, same weight. weight <laughs> stage and we don't look at, no. nor do we pose the same, anything like that. So right now, the last time I weighed myself on my my scale, this one I always use, I was at 134. Okay. 130, I want to say I've seen 136 at some point. And then right now, I think I felt above it, and I know I'm somewhere there below it right now. But it's a different below. It's mm. much more body fat, because um, I haven't been working out in right. my food increase. If I would have been working out more when I increased my food, <laughs> yeah, I gotta be a beast. <laughs> we'd be on track. But you know what? Casserole. <laughs> it was a potato salad yeah, kind of summer. Pasta salad summer. <laughs> and um, you know, cool. Yeah. It just means I got a little bit more work. But I needed to put the weight on, and I needed it on no matter what or what it looked like because. Um, staying too lean for too long it's just it wasn't and I never pushed there's never any digestion issues there's never yeah. any period issues um, I tend to stay leaner I like to but it's never unhealthy where there's any body issues right right it's like um, fatigue ever and... but my muscle need my I need to fill in I need to work into it my body needed a, a comfort comfort zone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to think like it's going to be starving all the time. Am right. I in the wilderness? Are you lost? You know what I mean? Right. Are you starving all the time? Or can I kind of chill out and breathe a little bit and start storing some stuff away for a while? You know, because um, melting it off is just a whole other thing. So um, it's been fine. Been a little uncomfortable when you're putting on weight. I don't know about you and putting on weight. I can feel myself putting on weight. Like, you know when you're really, 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 really depleted mm -hmm. and you can feel yourself losing body oh, fat? Yeah. Wake um, up tighter. Everything. And notice it in the mornings. Like, yes. You feel small, tight in the morning and then by the end of the night you're like, yeah. But, but every morning you, you get tighter and tighter. When you're at that, um, um, and Riley has more technical talk about it, but when you're in that, that body fat burning state you can feel it too like just sitting there you can just feel like melting I don't know what if it's like yeah, every time I got too hungry I would just think oh yeah that fat's yeah. just <laughs> burning away 
But I can also feel the opposite. I can feel when I've overindulged that day and what that uncomfortable feeling like. And then if I consist that for two or three days in a row, that is turned into a feeling of knowing when you're in that gaining weight stage. Right. Add inflammation in because it always happens, especially because we're most likely not eating all of the healthiest things as we're putting on weight. Yeah. I notice my weight come on the most when I start because I've, my working out has been the most inconsistent. It's been in a while, um, since my last competition. And uh, when I start, when I work out more and I'm hitting the weights more consistently, my appetite goes way up. But I just I let it. If I'm working out, let then that I, engine then I go. Eat, That's eat, how eat, I am. Eat. I yeah. freaking made myself crazy, like sticking to my macros in my one of my off seasons that I was tracking macros to yep. a T. And then I remember like blowing my macros. I would stick to them all the way to the T, and then I would say screw it, and I have two Ezekiel toasts with peanut butter and honey, like religiously. Mm-hmm. And I, at the end of the season, I was like, I'm so glad I had all of those Ezekiel toasts because I was like, I was helping my, my muscle in the, yeah. <laughs> during the, not, the eating part, yeah, eating and growing. That's the part. biggest thing. Like if you are lifting and you are getting hungry and you're not, you know what I mean? Then allow it for. Let, yeah. And that's where it, yeah. this off season, when I start to start training, it's like, Ooh, I want to like trim up a little bit and start to, you know, pull off some inflammation and start to tighten things up. But it's like. Uh, no, now's the time to actually eat into it because you're actually training. If you want, if you can't train, then maybe it's an pull, okay time to start. Don't pull calories right away. Don't, you know what I mean? Right. But if you're not able to train that, it would be a good time to start reducing your calorie intake if you're not, you know, training as heavy or as frequently, I should say, not as heavy. Um, so <laughs> right now though, so my weight just did a big spike, uh, when I started started training again um once we got settled into the house I was up to 149 and I think that that's the highest I've ever been but I actually like the my physique that I'm carrying right. even though it's my heaviest it's my stomach's like I'm medium satisfied but yep. the rest of everything's like great and uh I I think I'll pull off probably I'm guesstimating between five and seven pounds this month um just from not trying to eat so much before I go to bed, but I'll have to, I'm going to try to eat more during my work day and eat less of a massive meal and like when I get home before I go to sleep. We'll see how that um, affects my weight. I'm predicting I'll still lose weight though, even though I'm just trying to shift my calories, not necessarily eat less. I just think I'm going to end up eating less. Yeah. When I tracked uh, not too long ago... I realized I was kind of under eating and I was like, oh, well, because at one point I was like, with all the pasta salad, I was like, how am I not just ballooning? Right. But because I was working more during the day, I wasn't eating as frequently as when I was at home all the time. So I wasn't gaining weight because my overall calories just weren't higher. Mm -hmm. It was more calorie dense foods, which is why I thought I was going to be heavier, but I wasn't eating as often. So that's what made the shift for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm hovering around, I think I was 143. No, no, no. That doesn't sound right. 49. 146. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Yesterday. So I'm guessing I'll be low 140s by the end of the month. 
and then I'll probably feed into the winter again. Yeah, I am guess I'm gonna guess I'm 136 somewhere in there right now. Um, I don't know. I gotta see how my workouts are. Yeah. I, well, I need. Yeah, I just need to hit my workouts right now, and I can trim up real quick. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to eat. The biggest thing for me to grow is I need to eat, eat, eat. And I can eat. And my and even when I increase my eating, so that's the crazy thing. If I increase my eating a tremendous amount, if it's clean, I don't put on a ton of weight real fast. And I can, I can add, you know, two extra 350 calorie meals. And it's not a big dramatic thing. Or I can eat minimally and still maintain and not make big change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I I did that during when we it was I think last winter. I started um, training more, and then I started tracking my calories because I wanted to sm- keep upping my food. Yep. And I so I upped it up to like I want to say like 24, 2,500 calories, which is historically pretty high for me. And I dropped five pounds. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah. Riley's like, "Now that's a revving metabolism." Uh huh. I was working it and eating it, and I because I was trying to eat cleaner. I've been yep. eating cleaner. And you just turned it on. It was it just, on. I was like, I right. tried to gain weight and I freaking dropped five right. pounds? What the heck? So I almost call it, Riley and I call it being dormant or shutting it down. <laughs> and then you turn it on when you need to and it, you can turn it on real quick. You know what I mean? It was just so weird. I had never, ever done that before. <laughs> and I like, the, those are the people that I got mad at when I first started competing. Right. Like, yeah. Don't you dare tell me you ate more food and lost weight. I lost you weight. You son of a bitch. And you looked like, better and you did all yeah. that stuff. So, but, and I was mad about it. I was trying to bring my weight up, not down. Right, I was at 140 right. for like the last two years. I eat more food and I dropped down to 135. I was like, what? <laughs> my body just likes 140 for some reason. That's like... It, that's that's just where it's yeah, set. I don't point think is. there's anything wrong with that because I kind of have, I have those numbers too. You know, I keep hitting back, which is funny because I I came across one of my old uh, vision boards, uh, like pen and paper style, and it had on there 140, and then you could see that I changed the four to a three and tried to make it 130. <laughs> like, oh, too bad, it's already etched. Yeah, too late. Body has you have selected like, your set point. If I could be where I was sitting after the big nosedive of the photo shoot when I was at 116 or 117, um, and I sat at like 125 for a while, mm. if I could look like that at 130, mm-hmm. that's where I think I'd be my happiest. Okay. Yeah. Um, what percent body fat do you think you're at there? Or do you feel like you have a good eyeball of body fat? I'm guessing I'm at like 16 right now. I was probably at 11 or 12 then, I think. I think I've only been at 11 or 12 like weeks before my competition. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I got down even that low for my last one. I had, I wish, uh, I will get leaner next time. Yep. I needed the size, so it was fine. But yep. I definitely was leaner. That my last time I competed was not my leanest, in my personal opinion. No, it wasn't. The time it, before it worked, was my it leanest, worked. but I had whatever no it was, it worked. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just kept that. Yeah, last and I was super. So I was like super duper lean. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would you say. My lean was that. Even oh, if my legs were nine? super lean, probably last seven. Yeah. It was. I was really lean. Yeah. 
And what body part were you trying to fix when you were getting that lean? My butt cheeks. <laughs> butt cheeks? Well, well, my, my leg. What was that? The, my uh, cottage. What's worse than holes in the road? No, what was it? <laughs> Bumps on the path. What, what, oh, my gosh. Bumps on. There's dimes in a bag, too. I well, know. anyway, what we're trying to refer to, and maybe we'll, it'll come back to us, is... Um, so I, I don't know. Butt I'm, bumps. Butt bumps? I think yeah. With butt bumps. I just have kind of like that mom cellulite that sits on top. Not like that young full butt with the muscle and the fat integrated. Like mine is just like literally butt bumps <laughs> on top. And it's just, there's nothing glorious about it at all. Stagnant butt bumps. I needed to pull all of that off. To, to get lean. That's the problem a lot of times with the o- older gals yeah, is in the master's class, that. you turn around and that's the do tell with the older gals is did she pull off that bo- top body fat? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times she didn't. Right. But who did They'll have a super diced upper body, yep. abs, super shredded shoulders, legs. and a soft you Soft gotta butt. shred down and get the 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 one muscle group or the one area the that's hanging on yep. to the fat the longest. You gotta get that as lean as possible, and then you can even backfill because yes. it starts to change. And that's what I did from my first show to my second show. It's filled up, so I wasn't going into my second show depleted. I was going in, finally starting to fill back in a little bit after I had taken that muscle or that fat down as much. Right. And that's what my strategy is going to be the next time I compete is pull off that belly fat. That's where mine sticks the most right below the belly button. Even if your legs get super diced, it Mm -hmm. won't matter. You can hide that and you can hide it the day of the show. Yeah, just by softening. Exactly. So... We got to get all your shreds on your arms and your obliques and your abs. And then even if your glutes and legs and stuff, I feel like even if they dice up a bunch, we can hide it in posing in the day of the show, right? I think so too. It'll be fun to play with. Yeah, it's going to be different. And another, like my other, my second stickiest place just from doing the set caliper pinch test throughout my competitions is oddly my triceps not okay. complaining if i'm yep. gonna pick a spot to put body fat it's gonna be on the back of my arm let it no one's gonna that's the <laughs> least looked at bikini body exactly part ever. Like, yep leave it there never it's fine i look like i got massive triceps in my office unless she hits a pose <laughs> in her posing routine or does something where her She's got those wicked uh, horseshoe ones, and you notice it in a bikini girl. Oh, yeah. No, never do you comment on a tricep. No, never. never. <laughs> Unless she has something wicked. And then wicked. she'll highlight it. Yeah. And she'll highlight it. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, bravo. It's <laughs> like, all right, genetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be melting away my mom butter fat here again. I've got her back again. <laughs> I got scared, though. I looked at my butt in a suit the other day, and I was like, whoa. This is as smooth as I thought it was, saw it was last time, but in my mind, I have a my perfect stage butt still. It hasn't changed in my mind. It's just what I'm holding on to. On and it's perfect until it comes back again. I just need, I need to far. I need to hit my legs hard, fill out as much as I can. I know I can. 
That's how I feel about my uh, my core. Like I, I just I can I can be consistent with it and and you know like really beat it up and create some a lot of thicker mus- muscle tissue there. I just for some reason never want to train abs. <laughs> Do you avoid training legs or is it not a not a mental issue? Because training my abs was a mental issue for a long time. Um, I would just skip it at the end of my workout. Bag. I don't skip them. I could maybe push harder, but I don't push harder because of my back injury. Mm-hmm. But um, you could do like, but if I had like still squats I had, or whatever, even like, I like, I almost want to go back even just to the leg extension machine and the normal hip sled. Like I, I haven't had those tools in my pocket for a while. Right. Um, I have my four-way hip machine. I, I just lost that. That was good for my back because it's not... But again, I still like to do free form and lifts and um, and a lot of core squats, overhead squats. I do a lot of CrossFit lifts too. But I'm telling you, man, trying to grow a big butt, look at those Europeans, man. They got some secret sauce. They are brewing big butts over there wonder in what Europe. wonder what the lift is. Uh, it's just a ton of glute stuff, different types of glute stuff. They weird, like, accessory, like, weird donkey kick things and oh, hydrants yeah. and whatever. But, like... That afterwards of a high volume hip thrusts, all the glute right. stuff. That is, yeah. I like trained with a girl in Egypt that had like the biggest butt I've ever seen, and I like saw her transformation. And I was like, she grew that. I'm gonna see what she does. It, it was, was a meaty, lot of that. A meaty butt. Super. That's meaty. what I need. Just meat. And I was like, I need yes. Quad I'm gonna train with you. Quad <laughs> I know. I was like, I, w- I was like, I just, I want to make the biggest changes in my physique next time in my midsection, and my delts, and my hamstrings, and my lats. I know. And everything. Love it, everything. I don't know what my goal is. My goal is I'm going to be 40, and I want to do a show. No, you're going for that master's pro card. And the old lady pro card. Not old lady. I was uh, like, I don't know. I don't not, think I would call it old lady pro card. That would be the master's pro card. Some of those masters are freaking insane. I know. That's why I you say it. You got 40 years of training on it. I say it to my family, but I haven't really. I have a lot of work to do, and I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm just going to show up, and we'll see what happens. I don't like seeing all these pros. <laughs> They're so meaty. Right. I feel like I don't have as much meat. I haven't been training along with them, getting more meatier with the people I know, that I got my pro card that's, with. That's what I worried about. I was like, oh man, I gotta wait even longer now. That's why I, need I gotta to size up here. Right, I gotta get training for like a year consistently before I even think about competing again. Right. Because otherwise it's just like, I don't go through all that work and be like, oh, I wish I would have had a longer off season. Like, that's stupid. You trained for six months and then dieted down for another six and lost all of that progress I in know, that cut. right? It's like, okay, so, and if you look at it from a body fat or, like, lean body mass perspective, during my last contest prep, I think I lost six pounds of lean muscle. So, if I started at 120, for example, and went down Is to... It because you're shred- trying to shred up too much body fat that it's taking and it... And crossing into the muscle land or what's going on that six pound of muscle is getting pulled off during that much during a- I don't know because I didn't even like I don't even think I went higher than 24 minutes of cardio and like I didn't really get lower than like 1600 calories like it wasn't 
it was a long and slow prep, uh-huh. but, and, it, and a lot of that, like, as soon as you start training again, that lean muscle goes way up, so it's not like I gained five pounds of muscle, but, so, it, it's, right, you kind of have yeah. to take it with a grain of salt with that, like, lean mass, but obviously that lean mass is going down, so it's like, okay, if in theory I lost six pounds of that, if I want to look just not the same, I have to put on... 10 pounds yep. to be able to assume I take off the six and then I have four left to make it look different. <laughs> then, so it's like, oh my God, now I have to gain 10 pounds of muscle instead of just four if I wanted to just, because you have to account for that loss again. Right. Right. And what I was, um, what we were talking before, if I increase, even add two more meals and increase my calories, yeah. if they're clean, I start revving the engine, but the weight isn't moving, you know what I mean? The weight's yeah. actually turning on. I'm, I'm, I'm slowing it down a little bit for a little period of time. So it's like, do I eat more to make it harder or do I just kind of sit in that dormant stage yeah. and just kind of hang on to the weight that I know I can hang on to without a big force in it? Right, without trying to shift it. Right. Yeah, I've been in that maintenance phase. We'll call it maintenance, okay? Maintenance feels better than dormant maintenance yeah I'm definitely in the dormant I would like to be in more of a sculpted phase by this time next summer I definitely feel like though if I get six months of good like lifting consistently Sean wants to do three days a week I think I would like to see four and I think that I could really bring a stellar package next time but I just need to it's so honestly though the coolest part is that I'm able to hold on to a physique that I'm happy with without training for a year basically like consistently I think food and now we've been eating sloppy with their food in our terms but food is so important so important especially once you have that muscle mass or like once you've stripped it off and put it back on again it kind of holds that nice shape that muscular shape better like I just think about like if I took my before I competed body and shifted my food, I don't think my body would look the same that it does now. Right. I, I think that stripped down, put back on, it, it changes it over time. And yeah, but it is hard on the body, or like you know, I definitely think you can overdo it and like lose the health of it. Oh, totally. It could be done wrong. Right. So it's like, uh, you definitely want to be... You can do it right and you can be burnt out, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's... There's, there's, you know... What kind of happened, I don't know, with me tracking macros, I just got burnt out on it. But I, once you track, you can't untrack. You just kind of know what you're eating. It never right. hurts to, like, double check. I have pretty good grasp. Like, per meal, I, like, know what I'm getting. And I know what things to look for to, like, create a, a balanced meal. But I'll lose track of, like, the, the daily total calories. If right. I'm not but trying to add them up. Consistent or knowledgeable within each meal, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Right. So then you just know... And I'll just add or, like, remove a meal if I'm trying to just exactly. make it move. So you're just, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, you're still using Or I'll phase out with my grocery shopping. Honestly, that's how, if I want to tighten things up, 
I just don't buy as many of the things right. that I know I'll eat. Like the friggin' delicious pumpkin roll from Aldi. Totally. That I just, I read, I, I saw it, I wanted it the first week of fall, and then I saw it, but then I read the ingredients, and like everything else in my shopping cart was nitrate-free, super clean, no sugar, like whatever, it's clean grocery haul, and then I was like, oh, I just can't do it, I can't do the pumpkin roll. Just because everything else was so. Yeah. I was like, I just I, nope. Yeah, it's very different when I go to Aldi. Back when I used to shop, um, when I went to Aldi and when Riley would go to Aldi. Oh yeah. It was completely. You've seen our carts. Oh my god. And how different it was, and how I can withhold it. Let's just put back. it this way: no one, if we're playing a matching game of match that cart to that physique, no one would match Riley's cart to him. Correct. Right. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> In mine, like, there's just something about me that we have this option of such clean food at this place that yeah. you've got to optimize that and, and utilize that at Aldi. You know, it's not like a Walmart where they're going to be there limited and more hot, you know, whatever. Insert whatever. But, yeah. Um I like Aldi. It's good for that. Whole food. I just is great filmed too. Uh, Aldi shopping haul, a pretty healthy one. Oh yeah. Um, so definitely check that out on YouTube. Uh, Camille Soul. I think that's all it is on YouTube. Um, but I like watching grocery hauls and things like that. So I filmed my own. Uh, so I kind of walk through why I picked certain foods. And, but uh, next time I feel like I want to do a podcast of our conversations whilst in the grocery store. Because we have debates in the middle of the grocery store on which option we should get based on our goals. You and Sean do? Yeah. Oh, really? We go grocery shopping together most of the time. I think it's because when I go, I always forget something. So I think he's paranoid about me forgetting something so he wants to make sure he comes with. Now, we've always enjoyed grocery shopping together. Do you write a list before you go? No. If it's just one person going, usually it's like the person will make the list and send it to the other one and they'll get it. So they make sure that they have everything that they want. Yeah. Um, and, but the last time we went, when we made all the decisions like on the fly, we just bought stuff that was in the grocery store where as I usually think about what meals that I want to make and then I'll buy what things that I know I'll like okay, I want to make a roast, and I want to make burgers, so I need to make sure I have buns, and I need to make sure I have the roast, and the carrots, and the potatoes, and the onions, and I'll, like, grow, I'll do it that way, based off of what meals I'm going to make yeah. that week, but we didn't really plan, and so, I got, I, well, I just have to figure out what's left in the fridge to figure make out what, right? which is fun to do for me. Honestly, I had, it was funny, on Monday, which is grocery shopping day for us, I, like, looked in the fridge, and I was like, I don't want to cook anything. I'm so uninspired. And I was like, it's grocery day. What's happening to me? I was like, I have all the foods, but I didn't want to cook anything. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you don't have to cook anything. Like, you went to work. You got grocery shopping. You yeah, went worked out or whatever. Some, you don't have yeah. to. Don't like, we can it. eat a pizza. I was like, I feel like we're using our, like, cop-out on Monday night. Is this a good, is this a good idea? We always buy one pizza a week, and we'll eat that for whenever neither of us want to cook. Yep. Did you use it then on Monday? We used it on Monday, yeah. It was great pizza. (laughs) But, and then we, like, 
sorted out who cooks meals the rest of the week because I got into the habit of cooking all the meals because I was quarantined for during the shutdown so I just cooked and cleaned and did all the things and I was like listen I got a job now I have to go back to not doing all of those things yeah, you so you yeah. need to pick one night a week that you want to do dinner mm-hmm. he's a er, I, and I was like can you do it just like spraying on him randomly and he's like can I just pick one like a specific day and that'll just be my day I was like yeah for sure whatever <laughs> it's funny though um was this podcast about food or was this <laughs> <laughs> or was this about weight our bodies? Change, our weight fine. changes. It's correlated. Yeah. I mean, it all kind of, yeah, it all kind of, it all goes together. Because that's why I move my weight now is through grocery shopping. If I eat cleaner, if I want to gain weight, I'll eat dirtier foods. Exactly. If I want to clean it up, I avoid my dairy. Makes gives me the most visual inflammation oh, yeah. is dairy and alcohol. Oh, my God. Dairy, alcohol... Those two make me just soft. Any dressing like mayos or something like that, all of those condiments, God. Yeah. I'll shoot them out real quick. Right. Uh And just pull them out and then let it clean up. And then box foods. Yeah. If I can help it. I'm just such a sucker for rice-a-roni, man. I gotta figure out, like, a clean version of that. Like, make my own soup broth and then add that to... Yeah, you rice can use or dry powder mixes and stuff like that. Now we have an Amish rice that we like, but they're it's just laced with not good stuff. Yeah, that's what so I'm trying to avoid. I don't right. like all that stuff that I can't read. Yeah. I've been doing a lot more nutrition label reading for I used to be just focused on the macros, but now I look at the ingredients list a lot more. I really like the brand Simply Nature that Aldi has because their uh, ingredients are always really clean. Yep. They don't have the weird, like, xanthan gum and phosphate aluminum or whatever. Yeah. That stuff wakes me out. I just, like, don't it, think that constant long-term consumption is good for anything. Right, and it's all the preservatives and all that stuff. No, it, it, the most, the more single ingredient items you can eat with and utilize, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, honestly... Tomato. You can't, like, I find it hard to gain weight if you're eating fully clean foods. Yeah. Like, you can, if you're, especially if you're doing, like, smoothies yep. or whatever. But if you're eating all of that food, I, like, I feel like your body, your body, like, self-regulates. Like, no one binge eats green beans. Yeah, no. Your body no. shuts that down before you yeah. You're like, I've, I'm done with the green beans and there's still four on your plate you know what I mean? That doesn't happen with Cheetos. serving. Yeah, no. You reach the bottom of the bag, you're like, oh my god, this is the bottom of the bag. What happened? I blacked out. I had Doritos, but now I don't. Me and my stupid potato chips and multicolored Sometimes carbs are a hard thing for people like bread. But if you really, really pull it back and do less processed carbs and, and use those carbs for filling you, like a potato. Yeah. Think of how full you get off of a potato. You know what I mean? Right. Or those true, or rice, those those more truer carbs, those slower burning carbs. Hey, did I tell you? <laughs> um, coming out with food dice. I'm having Sean's brother print them for me. Meal prep food dice. One, um, a protein die, a carb die, and a veggie die. Shake and roll, baby. Well, that'll be fun. Right? Because all those right. foods, we always talk about. You pick a carb, pick a protein, pick a veggie. Is go. it going to be the picture of the meat on there no. or the word? I think the word. Well, that'll be how, fine, too, though. How are you going to put, like, chicken drumstick? 
rump stick, but it's really a chicken breast, so, yeah. I, I thought about it, and I was like, how, am I going to put a buffalo on there if I want bison? Like, <laughs> I don't know. How many content preppers are doing bison? Okay, I know. I had bison on my list, and Sean made me take it off and put, uh, what did we replace it with? Seafood. Yeah. He had fish and seafood, and I was like, ugh, it's a two out of six chance. I don't like I don't like a ton of fish or seafood, yeah. but I do think it is part of a healthy diet. And he Definitely. made me take off. And I crave fish when I'm lacking in certain nutrients. Oh, I bet. Definitely. I do with like salmon, but that's like salmon. the only fish that I yeah. like. I'll, I'll eat other fish, but I crave salmon every Love once in a while. Salmon. I think it's because the healthy fats. Oh, I would eat so much more salmon if it was more affordable and and, yeah, and good. Oh my gosh, the the stuff you buy in the freezer section. Yeah. When you have, like, good salmon from a restaurant or yeah. if you're overseas, don't touch me with that freezer stuff. Oh, my God, yeah. I got um, too much of a food snob for that now, <laughs> especially, with, especially with fish. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so the food dice, and then I had on there, like, mashed potatoes and fries, Sean, and sweet potato, and he was like, too many potatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. One potato... All of them. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of sweet potatoes. Sweet potato is so different from a regular potato in terms of a meal, like, coordination. Yeah. I was like, they're, I'm keeping those two separate. I didn't want to do bread or pasta, but because I wanted them to be, this to be a clean meal yeah. prep yep. ideas. But he said, why can't they be the protein pasta that we like or the Ezekiel bread? So yeah, that's fair. I had oatmeal on there, but... Oh, what? That's the best one. I know, but oatmeal and steak? Isn't that weird? Oatmeal, steak, and broccoli? Yeah, I guess. Salmon, oatmeal, and green beans? Oatmeal doesn't match with any of the proteins. Except for egg whites, or bacon, or eggs. That's such a good... Is there something you could do with oatmeal where you could grind it up? Turn it into, like, the breading? Possibly. I could try that. But it's such a good slow-burning car. I know. I have quinoa and sweet potatoes on there. And rice and regular potatoes. And then I added bread and pasta. But I didn't like those two options. Yeah. But I didn't know what else to fill it with. Oh. And Not then, yeah, we have veggies. Fun. Super duper fun. I so we're gonna them. we're gonna get them, I think, next week, and we're gonna test them out, and then if we like them, then I think we'll do those for Christmas. Okay, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. So yeah, uh, don't fight your body. I'm trying to think of takeaways on letting your body change. Uh, look, don't be at a fixed on one specific number that you want to get to at contest prep. Because you don't really know what your lowest weight is going to be either. Like, you don't know what that weight's going to look like. Right. And then, same for coming back up. I mean, usually, like, you want to come somewhere between the two. Like, if you started at 150 and you got down to 125, probably somewhere in the middle is going to be, like, healthier. Assuming you had more body fat before you started. Yeah. Just because I think a lot of people compete to get into shape. Which is just an, it's a strategy. It's one reason people compete or whatever. Which is why I, 
I don't want that to be my reason to compete. Right. Like, the next no. time I compete is to get myself in shape. Yeah. Because I, I want to have peace with my physique before I start. Yeah. Like I did last time. I was almost sad. I actually almost didn't want to compete the last time because I liked the way I looked and felt. I felt strong and I looked strong. And I was like, oh, man, I like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with my physique. Yeah, and then when I was at the end of contest prep, I looked back at those pictures and I was like, oh, I was so big and fluffy. And it was like, I was happy in that body. Yeah. Why all of a sudden now am I judging it? Yeah. For right. looking a certain Never, way. yeah, there's... I was like, I was happy in that body and I'm not... What? And that's the coolest thing is there's a lot of times you look back at your past and you're like, oh my God, I thought I looked great that day, but look how fluffy I look or, you know, this or mm -hmm. that, but... You're going to wear a lot of different bodies through your life, especially being a female. And if you're going to have kids or have had kids or anything, it's like you're still you in all of the different bodies. And you don't really even notice a lot of the heavy changes or, you know, until later on and you see it again. And, in pictures. And all of it's fine. And all of it, you know, everyone treated you the same. and all, You know what I mean? Like, it's all... I actually feel like I get treated differently based on what my body fat is but do you uh i guess i don't fluctuate nah. that far how are you, are you doing okay oh yeah you're right you're right yeah oh yeah i totally got it <laughs> people thought i was not doing well when i was conscious prep the last time <laughs> like they thought death was on its corner <laughs> they were very excited for my husband by the way not not me i was having issues my qualm with my body weight and it not correlating to how I look is that I look like a super normal person in work clothes, like oh. office clothes, and no one can tell I work out. And then uh, we were talking about earlier how at my last office job, I trained at the office gym and one of my coworkers came downstairs while I was working out to ask me a question about work. He was like, holy shit, you're jacked. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Someone saw it. Now go tell someone at the water station. <laughs> I need everyone to know. That's just an ego thing. But I was just like, oh, I feel like I work out all the time. Which is funny because I said that. And I was like, well, I used to work out all the time. And and I hide under, like, today I think I had four shirts on and I have three pairs of pants on right now. Like, I hide under layers. Like, you don't even realize, like, why does Nita look fluffy today? She, yeah, she probably has 13 shirts on. <laughs> Go ask her. And a waist wrap. Because I'm freezing. Oh, no, I feel like we gotta end this podcast with, um, <laughs> the favorite. When people look at photos of you from your competition and say... No, that's not you. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's so different about that and this that you can't see the connection here? What did I show up with today that you don't recognize the two of us? <laughs> you know, they're like just absolutely, they cannot fathom that that is the same body oh that they're staring at. That that's know, you. Right? And it just makes me feel so, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know if that feels sad. I don't know at everybody like you proud you and, you and it was all okay at all bodies like I love all of my bodies some of them I love more than yeah. others obviously don't we all but that's the joy of competing and doing all of this is to be able to appreciate 
the transformation from all of them. Oh, totally. And, like, I always like, I'm a big advocate for leaning into whatever phase you're in. So if you're lean, you get excited about being lean. Yep. You don't really think about being strong because you're probably not that not strong. And when you're fluffy but you're strong, you just kind of think about being strong. You don't really think about being lean because yep. you won't really can't do both at the same time. Right, right. And, um, oh, I was going to say one more thing. Lean, strong lost it. <laughs> it's gone. I think we're losing them. We'll have to cut this ending off. Did it stop? Nope. Alright. Yep. Enjoy the body wherever it's at. That's all I got for you. I got it. <laughs>